Hello and welcome to Drink Discussion. His name's Jason. And his name's Kieran. And my name's Kieran. And my name's also Jason. Well, I'm glad we've got that sorted out, <laughs> so now our listeners are not at all confused. No, no. They're very aware of who we are. So, how's your week been? Pretty good. Or a couple of weeks. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've recorded. Isn't yeah. It? It's been, been a state election. Yes. Uh, things have changed. Yes. Uh, the, the change has swept the state. It has. Um, the, the core flutes are gone. Yep. Uh, they're going to go back up as soon as the federal election's yep. called, either this week or next week. Yeah. So, just that brief, brief breath of air yeah, between elections. Yeah, a bit of a... <sighs> it's it's actually a really weird time, uh, I guess, politically because uh, at a state level, no one from any either major political party probably wants to make any mistakes right now. No, because it's going to affect the federal. But at the same time, people at the federal level are looking at this state and going, "Oh, see what happened here? That's going to be Australia." And it's like, "Oh, maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll just see what happens, won't we?" Yeah. But how have you been for the last couple of weeks? Busy. Yeah? Real busy. Yeah? Yeah. So, you know, I've got my new undisclosed job. I think I might have mentioned before, it's my first time working a nine-to-five job. Yes. Now, part of this, I actually did my first ever work trip. Yeah. So I was uh, three days in a country town. I drove up on a Monday, uh, did half a day's worth of meetings. When I got there, it was a four-hour drive. Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, I had a dinner meeting, which finished at 7.30, and then immediately hit the road back home. Oh, wow. Ouch. Got home at about 11.30, went to sleep, woke up, went to work, visited a few places for work, and then had another similar dinner meeting, which went until 6.30, and that was down the other end of the state. So they drive home. And then the weekend, I was... What did I do that? I think it was like my first weekend off. I know you asked me, do you want to record this weekend? Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure I just lied to you when I said I had something on because it was my first free week. Hey, you can be honest. You know, oh, if you're tired, just I mean, you're yes, but you have, a, you have a child though. That's a different type yeah, of child. Yeah, you could just say, child. Yeah, I've tired. had a long week. I just need a few days. I'm yeah. understanding. Oh, that's okay. okay. I was going to say, but you're my boss. But no, you're not really the boss. Neither of us is the boss. Which makes I know. Sense I know. You've you've put it out in the universe. Now I'm your boss. <laughs> Yes, but you're such a walkover. I don't even need to unionise against you. What do you mean I'm a walkover? Well, you can walk over to my place. And you can walk over here. Yeah, So we're both walkovers, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that's why neither of us is truly the boss. No. So, um, how's your daughter? She's nine months and something old Almost ten months now. Wow. And to think that when we started this podcast, we were like, oh, she might be born next week and took like five whole episodes to be born. Yeah, and now she's here. Yeah. 20-something episodes later. Now, now she's been on the outside more than she's been on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. She's escaped. Yes. Definitely like, can't go back. Like those uh, guys in uh, The Great Escape. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Bruce Willis. No, Bruce, no, no, no Bruce Willis. <laughs> I was going to say John McClane, but that's no, Bruce that's, Willis. No, Bruce Willis again. <laughs> um, actually, well, you know uh, one of the guys who was in The Great Escape, Paul Brickhill, was the official historian for the Royal Air Force. He was an Australian, and he was part of The Great Escape. Ooh. Yeah. Um, no, those escape stories from World War Two are great, and I do love a good escape story. And I think like The Great Escape is the easiest one to get behind because it's such like clear good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Whereas like you get something like the Shawshank Redemption, and it's kind of implied like you know he didn't do the murder and he's in jail, in, you know, wrongly. But at the same time, like, are we sure he didn't do the murder? <laughs> you know, and, and that kind of escape story, you go like, oh yeah, they're getting out and it's exciting, but they're also criminals. Ooh. So it's like, ooh, 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 oh. dicey. <laughs> you know what is dicey? Uh, dice. Dice. Dice are very dicey. But Dungeons oh, and Dragons. Oh. That's a dicey game. Yeah, it is. Very Monopoly. Di- yeah. Two dice. Yeah. Yahtzee. Yeah. Oh, five dice. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking dice. Yeah. Or die, whatever you want to call them. Dice. Multiple. Yeah, multiple, multiple dice. Dice. Singular dice. Like geese's. 
and, and humans is <laughs> all the all the But you know what it is zizzes and dicey is what? the fact that we are still recording on this microphone. Yeah, so we what got happened? our we got our brand new recording equipment. It came with uh, a free version of a notable recording program and uh, one that's known for being very easy to use. And here I am thinking like, yeah, this will be easy to set up. I'll just set it up at Jason's because even though I'm the guy with the, you know, recording experience and kind of knows what he's doing, Jason is the one who does the editing. (laughs) It should be pretty easy to follow, but here we are an hour later. Recording on the blue snowball. I'm I'm feeling my my tummy gurgling and uh, even though I haven't had dinner tonight, I think it's time to put some uh, beers in there. Even though, and we're surrounded by this like nice recording equipment, and we the thing is, we know it works. We just couldn't get sound to come out of the goddamn machine. <laughs> so I'm going to come over here and install my my super expensive program that I paid for that really expensive program instead of this free one, and just install it on your computer and teach you how to use that. Even though it's hard, because that's so much easier than whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> But now, guess what, Jason? It's on your PC. Oh, that's all right. Merry, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Well, speaking of Christmas, how about we crack on with a Christmas drink? Let's do it. All right, Jason, what have I got in my hand? A drink. A drink. Where's it from? It is from that wonderful brewery with a dog. Yes, the Smiling Samoyed. So this yes. is part two because I've ordered a mixed six pack. Ooh. Yeah. Another one from Smiling Samoyed. This is the Fresh Hop Ale. Oh, I do like the. It looks like St. Patrick's sort of. Yeah, it's kind of a green, it. but also green. The, the text I feel is very sort of like old school hip hop style. Ooh. Yeah. Hip-hop. We'll get a very uh, Fresh Prince vibe, but without a slap in the face. Ooh. That's a that's a time that's, reference. That's a time You can reference. tell what week we're recording this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that time that uh, Joe Biden bitch slapped <laughs> <laughs> some other dude. Oh wow, what a disappointing open from me. Yeah, we've got the uh, fresh hop ale, and this is five point five percent alcohol. Ooh. It's got a nice pour to it. It's a lot of head. Oh wait, no, the no, head's gone. No, oh, it's, ooh, it's, it's just, just a smoky. very, it's a smoky light color. Should have really poured these just sitting down on the thing, but on the floor. No, no, on the what do you call it? The table. I'm tired. I've had a big week. Let's try the fresh hop ale. Haven't even drank it yet. Can smell it. Oh, you can smell the fresh hops. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's certainly uh, That's smooth. Nice. That's really nice. Smoother than a, a normal hoppy hoppy beer. Hoppy hop hop. Like Peter Rabbit. Actually, do you reckon like hoppy beers are becoming more popular in Australia because we feel like we need to be a bit more patriotic and like kangaroos hop? Maybe. Yeah. It's very possible. Oh, it certainly is. Um, now, I need to make a confession that, uh, Jason, I've uh, recently been on another podcast. What? Yep. Uh, I went to visit a friend of the podcast, Blake. Oh. Yes. So uh, he gave me a, uh, a comic to read. You got homework. Yeah, I got homework. You went and saw a teacher for a podcast and still got given homework at 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I, I'm a man and I chose to do that as a man. But uh, he gave me a, an interesting comic uh, by the name of Crossover. Because it's like a crossover between the two oh, podcasts. Yeah. I get it now. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to tell too much about that comic, but it was quite interesting. The disappointing open of this beer reminded me, because because it was a crossover, I bought a drink, and I felt it was a, the drink that represented a crossover. Right. All right. And it was a, uh, a canned cocktail. Ooh. 
And uh, I did the thing that we usually do, you know, when we open something, we, yeah. we put it close to the mic. Now, this can made the most science fiction, Star Trek kind of noise when it opened. It was amazing. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think it's worth having this particular drink on the podcast because canned cocktails, eh, I don't know. But it, you, you remember when we uh, went to Riot Wine Co. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we opened the cans, and even though they weren't always fizzy, they were still... Psh. Yeah, they had yeah, it a was, bit of pressure it was, Yeah, it was, uh, it was a similar thing, but it just made the most insane noise. Wow. So if you're looking for that, that's, uh, the podcast is B&B Men in Tights, except it's the episode B&K Men in Tights. Ah. Now, uh, I, I wore the jeans that I'm wearing now, which are the tightest jeans I own, because I, I don't have tights. But, uh, you don't have yeah. tights? No, do you? Yeah. Oh. That's pretty baller. I don't. Oh, that's not baller anymore. <laughs> Maybe I do. Oh, that, that might be baller again, but now I'm confused. <laughs> so, any information on the brewery? Okay, so the brewery is in lovely Maiponga, right on the reservoir. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, it's worth checking out. You should go there. Uh, dogs are allowed if they're on leash. The only if one that's on allowed leash. to be off leash is the smiling Samoid himself. I don't, or herself. I actually don't know the Samoid's name. Oh. Uh, but. More on the brewery later. This I, I just gotta need to comment on this beer. This is the easiest to drink hoppy beer I've had ever had. Yeah. This is so Especially nice. the easiest one out of the podcast so far. Mm. Yeah. I, I actually could see myself may, maybe this is the beer that you need to have to properly understand hoppy beers. Maybe. This is the the gateway beer. Maybe this is the gateway beer to you having this beer all the time. Ooh, I wouldn't say all the time, but definitely more than one in a session. I can't remember if I mentioned this uh, previously, but you remember on our Oktoberfest episode, the Henninger beer? Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Yes, um, me and my wife drink that regularly now. Oh, wow. Yeah. But You're welcome, Henninger. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. And we bought a slab recently, too. Wow. It's gone. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for it lasted sharing. a few weeks. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. It lasted a few weeks. It's okay. Oh, look, that's, that's fine. You know, as long as you share it with your wife. Yeah, quite a nice hoppy beer. What else has gone on in your life? Because usually, you know, we don't talk about the beer this quickly. I feel like we haven't seen each other in ages. No, and it's like, what, what do you talk about? Like, what mm. what do you pick, you know? I've, you bought anything new besides the soundproofing foam? Yeah, I've got all this foam in here now. Yeah. Um, I bought your wife a mug, which I've given you to yes, take back Yes, yes, and it, it could, perfect timing, seeing as she had a mug break today. She actually sent me a text. She's like, I broke my favourite mug. I'm Aww. just like, get another, like, oh, it's okay. We can get another one. And she's like, it was a gift. I'm like, oh. All right. <laughs> Maybe we can't. Well, I'm replacing a gift with it's, a gift conveniently. Yeah. So it's a, it was a really weirdly shaped mug, and I feel like the only way to replace it is to take a pottery class and hope that they're doing mugs that day. Actually, um, somebody I know did a pottery class, and she made little pots, but she made the pot a pair of tits. Oh, actually, I've seen that class. Like, yeah, it's like the, the titty pottery class. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting. You'd really hate if, like, it didn't set properly and, like, one of them sagged off to the left or the right. Well, I mean, if they're real, one's usually bigger than the other, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so you can say, hey, I've got the most realistic titty mug on the market. No <laughs> fake, fe- no, no silicone in this, <laughs> this uh, clay. Oh, I get it. No yeah. silicone because of tits. Yeah. Yeah, we're one beer in on a Thursday night and right into the booby jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, well, uh, Kirsten and I have uh, been watching Scrubs recently. Doing oh, really? a rewatch. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, the longer the series, like the series started off as a comedy and it sort of be, somewhere along the line became a dramedy. Yeah. And there are moments which are good and there are moments which are bad, but I think the thing that I'm taking away as a married adult is that 
so many people in Scrubs are just like the worst people. Like you laugh at them and you think it's funny, but like for example, Turk and Carla, I think they should divorce each other. In fact, they never should have gotten married. <laughs> um, JD and Elliot's whole back and forth thing. Like, clearly they both had their own issues to work on. And, you know, in the end, yes, spoiler alert. By the way, spoiler alert for, like, an almost, like, a show that finished more than ten years ago now. Yeah. They eventually get together once they sorted their shit out. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's because they sorted their shit out. But in the meantime, like, you know, Elliot got engaged and broke up with someone. And JD got with many people and broke up with it. And it's just, like, this string of bad relationships. And just all these people, it's like... The lesson you should learn from Scrubs is don't be the people from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying Scrubs isn't enjoyable and I don't like watching it. I'm just saying, like, don't try to learn shit from it. Maybe the medicine. I've heard medically it's more accurate than Grey's Anatomy. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. that's that's And that's saying something. Although, uh, one of my favourite lines out of that show is, who has two thumbs and doesn't give a crap? This guy, Bob Kelso. Oh, yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I, I do love Bob Kelso. He's a funny, funny man. I think the the janitor's a great character. Are you up to the musical episode yet? Yes, and actually, the the musical episode is something I'd like to to discuss. Oh yes, I'd it's like to drink my, discuss with you. It, it's one of my favorite. Yeah, I, I sing some of the songs from that. Yeah, everything comes down to poo has been living in my head for the past week. Oh no, it's not bad. I I think about the the start song. Uh, Welcome to Sacred Heart. Yes, da, 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 da. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of almost the overture. When I saw that, it kind of reminded me, like, a lot of uh, sitcoms, like, now. And I'm, I I don't think Scrubs was the first, but I think Scrubs is certainly a tipping point where you start to see more and more uh, shows doing the musical episode. I don't think Brooklyn Nine-Nine did one. No, I don't think they did, but you know that Buffy started that, right? The musical episode. Yes, and that's what I wanted to talk about specifically, because... I'd heard so much for years about how good this musical episode was and people had built it up and I'd watched Buffy. I'm, I've never been particularly a fan of supernatural stuff. The only sort of uh, exemption to that is like the supernatural side of the X-Files. Right. Okay. I like the sort of conspiracy and alien side of the, of, of the X-Files. Anyway. So you're not into supernatural? No. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I've seen your house. I've seen the memorabilia. I'm not going to stop anyone from watching it. Okay. It's just not for me. All right. All right. Anyway, I watched the Buffy... I was going to say Halloween, no, but not Halloween, musical episode. Yeah. And it had been built up for me. I watched all the seasons, I like, and it's like, oh, this one's a musical episode. Right, here we go. People talked about this. And I was disappointed. Ooh, I, I think I, my wife would have something to say I, about I that. I felt just like it was... It was the plain white bread of <laughs> musical episodes. I've seen other musical episodes do better. I've seen other shows, you know, have an occasional song like How I Met Your Mother, and they they're all pretty good. Um, Nothing suits me like a suit. Yes, yeah. that's that's a that's a classic. Yeah. But this this episode, I remember watching it and getting to the end, and the whole reveal was like, you know, and spoiler alert for another more than a decade year old show that, that like you know they brought Buffy back to life. And she reveals that, no, she wasn't... They didn't save her from hell. They actually pulled her back to Earth from heaven. And that was, like, like big reveal. And honestly, that reveal was so underwhelming. Like, it should have been, like... You know, they, they were thinking, oh, we brought her back to life. We brought her back from the underworld. It's like, no, you p- picked her out of, like, absolute bliss and paradise to be on Earth. And that's why she's struggling so much. Because she was in, like, the nicest place ever. That should have been a really impactful moment. But I was sitting there watching it on a high-def TV going, okay, yeah. I, I think what's... And at that point, I stopped watching Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's special about it for so many people is it was the first TV show to 
introduce musical episode, and that's and I think that's the whole idea of why it's so special. Well, is that it's the first one with a musical episode. I'm gonna just do a quick uh, Google of music episode. So uh, Grey's Anatomy has done it. Uh, Scrubs has done it. Several. I I feel like animated shows doesn't count uh, because it's so easy to do. It's easy. You can animate them singing, and uh, it's not like you have to do the choreography or anything. Clone High. That's an animated one. Babes Behind Bars. Uh, Jesus, that's that sounds. Is that a show? Yes, I think it's about female prisoners. Um, Isn't that just Orange is the New Black? More or less. Passions, which was sort of a old school soap opera. I guess they put the opera in there. Uh, the Magicians have done one. Oh, The Flash did one. Yeah, The Flash did one, yeah. I've heard good things about that. I'd yeah, know. Michaela said that was quite good. Oh, Community. Community's one, which was... Oh, Community's a, a great but show. But of course, Community being a show about shows, they did the musical episode as, like, it's an episode about musical episodes and, the, like, the Glee Club and, uh, you know, the guy killed the last Glee Club in a yeah. planned bus crash. That one, was, that one was great. I do love that one. Oh, Lucifer did one. I did enjoy that. Um, oh, the Futurama one, and I know I said animation doesn't count, but the Futurama one, uh, the Devil's Hands are idle playthings, is actually it's got some great music. I think I've gotten up to that episode. It's, yeah. uh, th- there's actually a point where there's a musical on the stage. There's a stage musical that's part of the musical episode, <laughs> and uh, you, and part of it is like just happening in the audience, oh, like God. as the, it's Batman the Brave and the Bold, another animated series. They had a villain called the Music Man who was played by Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah, musical alumni, uh, alumni. But let's get back to something interesting like this beer. So we, I think we gave it out of Samoids. So but, yeah. uh, let's go out of uh, musical episodes. Oh, musical episodes. How many musical episodes out of ten do you give the Fresh Hop Ale Twenty Twenty One? I'm going to give it an eight. You know what? I'm going to meet you, and I'm going to give you that eight as well. You're going to yeah, give me yeah, that okay. eight. Eight musical episodes. I feel like I'm on Wheel of Fortune now. Uh-huh. I'd like to take a take a guess, please. Yeah. I'd like to solve. Yeah. What What do you think it is? Uh, fresh hop ale. Correct. Way ten thousand dollars for me. No, you win eight. <laughs> oh, I win eight. Oh. Eight. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the fresh hop ale. Uh, a solid eight from both of us. Let's move on to our next drink. So, Jason, I've got a bottle here. Mm-hmm. What colours do you see? Black, brown. It's quite dark. Yeah, black. Black songs like uh, Paint It Black. Yeah. And uh, bands like Godspeed, You Black Emperor. And Black Sabbath. Oh, yes. Black Sabbath. Classic. Tommy Iommi. Great guitarist, even though he's missing some tips of his fingers. Let's not go there. Oh, no. But uh, he's still pretty good, despite that. Oh, okay. You know, you listen yeah. to that guy, and just remember, like, he doesn't have parts of his fingers, and he's doing that. Ooh, okay. It, I've got a fucked finger. Yeah, but you got into a fight with an animal and lost. No, well, I... Well, you won, but you came away with an injury. Yeah, yeah, and at the end of the day, it was about saving Ted. No, so what we have here is the Smiling Samoid Stout. Ooh, that's going to be thick. Yes, it's going to be thick, and it's going to be dark and black and, and all the stouty stout things that go with stout. So let's open this up. Yeah, these are... Oh, you spilled all over my carpet. How made you look? It's alright, it's just a rental. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I didn't pay the bond here. Why do I give a shit? <laughs> just throwing shit against the wall. Like that time we, that we had your Broby shower and uh, people started throwing flour into the fire. Oh yeah, and my pegs as well. Yeah, we had to buy new pegs after that. 
Really? Yes, because they threw pegs. Those people are not allowed back in my house anymore. Yeah? Yeah. Have you seen them since the Broby shower? I have. Yeah? They haven't been back in my house since. It's probably a wise move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a nice thick stout. Ooh. I wonder if... Uh, now, usually, from my experience with craft breweries, a stout is a great place to put, like, an additional flavour. Like, you know, I openly admit to being a fan of the uh, Big Shed Golden Stout time. Yes. And, uh, you know, we had some different stouts in that lot that you got from uh, Lobethal Beer House. Yes. They had their Christmas and their... Um, they did have some surprising flavours. They, they've got a licorice all sort one. Yeah, definitely not going to be having that. Really? Uh, no, not licorice. Not a fan? Nope. Red licorice, though, is okay. Well, it's not really licorice, is it? Well, and technically, it's pronounced licorice. Licorice. Yes. Licorice. Yes. Licorice cross. Licorice. Crisscross. Applesauce? Crisscross. <laughs> Whoever sings that song, cross. Uh, it's Chris. I'm pretty sure it's crisscross. Oh, is it? Well, I know there's an artist named Christopher Cross. Oh. Anyway, let's uh, try this stout and see what flavours are inside. Ooh. You're pulling a wicked face right now. Oh, that's strong. Is it? Mm. Maybe I'm just immune. Maybe I got my stout vaccination. It's no secret that darker drinks or stouts... Just be careful. You're on the verge of sounding very racist to darker drinks right now. I know, I know. I'm choosing my words carefully here. <laughs> darker drinks like stouts and things, it's well known that it's not my, not my cup of tea, per se. But tea is a dark drink. Tea is, yeah, okay, tea is a dark drink. So Unless it's, it's chamomile. Uh, it's light. <laughs> it's yellow. Looks like piss. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not the one drinking piss tea, am I? Although, actually, I did have a really lovely chamomile recently. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a nice sleepy time. Did it have some married iguana in it? No. No? No. But I believe we should legalise iguana marriage. Yep. Legalized yeah. marriage iguana. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, t- I said that to somebody recently. Yeah. They were talking about something. I'm like, oh, so. Did you have like married iguana with it? Yeah. And they're like, "What's married iguana?" I'm like, "Really? <laughs> Why are you talking about iguanas?" I'm like, "Oh my god, are you not? Are you not getting this?" Although insane. Are you that- thick in the brain? <laughs> insane in the membrane. Very smooth brain moves. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, "How are you? How are you not getting this?" But at the same time, though, you know, you turn thirty-one this year. I turn thirty. Yeah. I'm already out of date with everything that's going on. Well, see, I, I have my uh, my Spotify, you know, weekly that keeps me up to date. Although yeah. it keeps feeding me old stuff, which, <laughs> like, I, which I don't know, which is kind of cool. It's like, Kieran, have you heard this song from 1989? No, but I'll listen to it anyway. It's more like, no, please show me more. Or, or do you oh, just have atomic, atomic Kitten on repeat? Actually, I came across a... Uh, atomic reminds me, I came across a uh, group called uh, the... Uh, like it was like the nuclear powered trio and it's like an out and i looked into it it's this like sort of like speed metal album can't figure out who's behind it but the album cover is basically like kim jong-un donald trump and vladimir putin and oh it's all like this hardcore like fast intense metal stuff and it's really good oh my god okay yeah nuclear powered trio check it out well any more discussion points to talk oh, about on the here? smiling sour yeah so um did you know that the uh, the dog, the, the Smiling Samoid, won the Brewery Dog of the Year 2018? It won the Brewery Dog. Of the Year. Of the Year. Yes. So I'm assuming there are other brewery dogs out there. I know about winery dogs. Yeah. The staple. Yeah, but... Bre- Most likely a Labrador. Yes. 
and usually a lazy one. Yeah. Because it had a bit too much wine. Yeah. Uh, but no, it won a Brewery Dog of the Year award in 2018, and uh, here's a photo. Oh, oh isn't that a cute God, brewery it's, dog? It's got a cape. Yes, and a crown. And a crown. Hang on, that looks like the cape that I have in a painting someone drew of me. Can I get that cape? Can you contact the dog and ask if I can give... Why don't don't you just... uh, You might want to ask the dog yourself. That would be the polite thing to do. Yeah, okay. So it was uh, founded by a husband and wife team, Simon Dunstone and Kate Henning. They basically were home brewers and their hobby got out of control. Kind of like how we were just people who drank and then we were like, let's just record our drinking. Yeah. You know, for safety reasons and then let's (laughs) put it on Spotify just in case something goes wrong. Yeah, and then it's recorded somewhere and saved yes, uploaded be, to the intranet if, if anyone uh, you know murders us there'll be a record of at least our drinking yeah and, and they'll be able to track the murderer we'll be, through that we're going to be immortalised for at least the next six months oh yes absolutely apparently they have two there now I only saw the one yeah, I've only seen one they've one got Hoppy and Kent ooh yeah. Hoppy and Kent yeah not going to lie though you go from Hoppy to Kent Wonder what made you pick the names. Well, see, I've Nothing got, against I've, names, got a, I've got a specific naming scheme for my pets. Yes. So my oh, and it's my my dad had a naming scheme. He named all of his cats after Greek philosophers, with the exception of Biscuit, which was named by my mum. There is no Greek philosopher named Biscuit. Are you sure there could be? No, but he had an Archimedes. He had a Homer. Archidiscuit. Who? What? Biscomedes? No, no. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, Teddy is named after someone important from history. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of came up with the concept of national parks. Uh, brilliant man. Broke up big companies because they were getting too powerful and made them be smaller companies. Smart man. Yeah. Um, and I was actually going to name my next dog Franklin. But, unfortunately, I had a cousin who had a baby. I probably shouldn't have used the term unfortunately, but she named her son Franklin. Is it okay to name a dog Franklin after you've had a family member name a child Franklin? Yes, but only if the the dog is actually a turtle. Like Franklin the turtle. It's not a turtle. No, it's... (laughs) (laughs) You can put a shell on the dog and just see like... Like a little turtle costume? Yeah, a little turtle costume. Yes, but what about Frankie? Frankie's good. Yeah. Although although uh, Franklin... Roosevelt was known as FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Do you think Delano was okay? No. No? No, because... I thought uh, that was last, a nice middle. The, the last person who named put a name of Delano in a, in a name for their child was Franklin D. Roosevelt. Well, his parents at least. Well, his parents at least, yes. yeah, but no one names anything Delano. You know how many times Franklin Roosevelt was elected to the office of president? Uh, wasn't it like five times? Close. Four. Four. Yeah, he's the only one to go on for a third, and then he got elected for a fourth, and then he, like, died. Uh, and then Harry Truman came in and decided to use nukes. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, Franklin Roosevelt was already working on the nukes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the stuff that they came up with uh, has unfortunately been trashed. Um, nukes are still around, and I'd be okay with them being trashed. They came up with ideas like, um, you know, having welfare as a social safety net, so if you lose your job, you don't just die on the street. Uh, ideas like uh, healthcare, you know, as a government service rather than as something that you just pay for. Yeah. Yeah, good ideas. They are I, very good ideas. I, if, if it wasn't for Medicare, I wouldn't have, like... I'd a have finger. A finger. I wouldn't have a right leg. What? Yeah. You wouldn't have a right leg. You know, that's the story for the next drink. Oh, okay. You, you can ask me about it. Let, let's save that one. All right. I might have talked... I feel like I've talked about it before. You might have, but I can't remember. But this stout by the smiling Samoid. Sam, Samoid? Samoid? Samoid. Samoid. Yes. What are we going to rate it out of 
What were we rating them out of? Uh, we rated that one out of musical episodes. Let's rate this out of uh, Medicare cards. Medicare cards? Well, yeah. Big, big sip there from Jason. It's growing on me. It's not... Like a fungus. Like a f- Well, um, out of zombie Medicare cards, that's what I'm going to go with now. Um, I'm going to give this one a six and a half. Uh, I'm going to drop the. I'm going to give this one a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do like a stout, so this one's a seven for me. Uh, That's high for me for a stout. Yeah, you're not usually a stout guy. I'm about five ten. Right, I'm taller than you, aren't I? Yes, you are. Okay, this adds proof to the fact that I am indeed five eleven. There was no proof before. Oh no, I I just you know if you know for sure that you're five ten and I'm taller than you, then it, it just stands to reason that I'm at least five eleven. I mean that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. That's a fair point. I I mean uh, it's. Why do we why do we talk about height in feet and inches? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Because saying that you're two hundred and ten centimeters tall, people are like, What? If you're two hundred and ten centimeters tall, you're like you're, you're playing by professional basketball. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well speaking of professional basketball, it's time to get on to the next beer. That was a terrible segue. That was a very bad segue, but let's move on. <laughs> so Jason, we're on to our final beer. We are. Now, this beer has a name. Smiling Samoid? That's the brewery. So I'm going to try and guide you to the name. Okay. So... Shall I close my eyes for this? Sort of like a seance sort of situation? N- n- no, because oh. I don't want to invite any more demons into this room. Uh, you... We're already full. <laughs> yeah, there's two of us in here. Yeah. This beer has a name. The name is Six Letters Long. So, uh, I'm going to try and lead you to the name. The Thunderbirds. Flight. Yes, but they're... Mission. But what are they? Drunkards. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but... Uh, uh, team. No, that's four letters. Yes, but uh, they're not real people, they're... Puppets. Yes. Now, the word is almost identical to that word. Muppets. No, you've changed the wrong letter. Okay, Muppets, Cuppets. No, no, puppets. don't change... Don't, it's puppets. not the first letter. The first letter is still P. Okay, Puppets, okay. Um, is there a U in it? Is it P-U? No. Oh, so it's complete. The first letter is fine, but all the rest are wrong. Yeah, I didn't say that. Peppercorn. No. No. I'm not very good with... I don't think this is a good segment. This isn't as good as that time I did a scratch. <laughs> no. P-P-P-P-P. Uh, P is the first letter. Yep. What's the last letter? T. Puppets. <laughs> that still ends with an S. No, we have here Poppet. Oh, pop it. Oh, which, is the str- which is a strong brown ale. Ooh, okay. Oh, it's a limited release as well. Yes. When I went to the brewery to pick these up, they have their like menu of beers, and then they've got this piece of paper with all their like you know, limited, limited runs. Yep. And I'm just like, well, if I'm doing this podcast, I might as well buy the limited runs, because we can do another episode on yeah. this. We might even go down there. Yeah. Go to my ponga. I'd love to go to my ponga, not for work. We can have a bro weekend. We could be. You, me... Ted, you know, yeah. throwing out by the, the water. Samoid, you know, yeah. yeah, by the water, yeah, looking at the fresh water with going. our equipment that doesn't work. It does work. We know it works. We just couldn't get it <laughs> to make sound. <laughs> it recorded and, us. And we just couldn't hear what I we just, said. I just needed. I just needed to bring my proper studio headphones. But I've had a big day at work. You know what time I started work yesterday? What? When? I got to work at seven thirty. You're crazy. I had an 8, 30, 8 o'clock Zoom. For once in my life, I like my job. Yeah. So, yeah. My, so, my undisclosed job. And my job right now is to open this beer. Let's do it. That was better. That was a better rip-off, pop-off. Oh my god, that's even darker. 
Oh, I wouldn't uh, say so. I'd say it's more cola coloured. Are you pouring me Pepsi or Coke? Or Pilk. Or Pilk. Oh, God. That's we'll, we'll do a Pilk episode one day. Everything comes down to Pilk. Actually, if, if we're going to do Pilk, we need to do Poke and Panta. Panta. Pepsi. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's Pepsi Panta. No, uh, we need to do Filk and Kilk. So, Coke Milk, Fanta Milk, and Pepsi Milk. <laughs> oh, yuck. But I'm really weirdly keen. Is that weird? Or we can do Dr. Pilk, which is Dr. Pepper Milk. <laughs> <laughs> for you, lactose. For me, oat. For you, what? Oat milk. And uh, you, lactose. Are, 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 you, are you... Have you gone completely vegan now? Well, that's the milk we have. You don't do... Like, we don't have milk? normal milk, no. Do you do regular cheese? What do you do? I do regular cheese. Okay. But we have vegan cheese in the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing the pizza place that's sort of close to here, that, that they do good... Um, Vegan pizzas. Oh yeah. They're, apparently, they're from my gluten-free friends. Say they've done good gluten-free. Yeah. I don't believe in gluten-free. <laughs> like I've had gluten-free food. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just don't believe in it. <laughs> and they say it's good. It's like, it's well, like no, you're just not suffering. <laughs> well, we had pizza last night for dinner. Mm-hmm. A B pizza. But it's not an A B pizza because it's like, what is it like? Uh, aubergine and broccoli. Film? No, 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 no. Like. A vegan AB pizza, so I still had the chips. Yes, but the A... Yes, but... It's but, fake meat. Yeah, it's, it's, it's They fake. didn't, like, slap a whole eggplant on there. It's not how that works. It's fake meats with the chips and the sauce. Well, have you had a real AB? Yeah, a long time ago. I never liked them. Really? They were too much. Like, there's too much sauce You know sauce what they call them, them on, the, uh, on the East Coast? Halal snack pack. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just... An HSP. I just don't like them. Like, they're just too filled with sauce. So anytime I have ordered one, I'm like, can you go a bit lighter on the sauce? And they just look at me like, the fuck are you on about? I'm like, because I'd actually like to taste the other food rather than just salt, which is the sauce. Well, but in see, saying that, I'm we like, have the AB pizza, but that's perfect mix. Like, he makes a perfect mix, that guy. Well, for me, I'm like Neo, what Neo was meant to do in the second Matrix. Return to the sauce, baby. <laughs> I'm all about the, the sauce. sauce. All right, well, let's have a go at this pop it and see how it tastes. It's an interesting flavour. I don't know what flavours to. I'm getting out of that. It's like sweet, it's bitter. It's not heavy, but it's not light. It's just right. Yeah. <laughs> but Carnier, not the but, fructus but or whatever n- it is. Not the cereal just right. <laughs> Special K. Nutri-Grain. Cocoa Pops. Weebix. Frosties. Yeah, Fosters? Lucky, dude, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms? Yeah, Lucky Charms? Yeah. Yeah. That's just sugar and sugar and sugar. Oh, of course. She, um, so. Uh, some people might know I uh, have a former life as a uh, semi-professional barbershop quartet member. Yeah. One time, the group that came ninth internationally, uh, they did a version of the Elvis song "Good Luck Charm." Which, I wanna be a little good luck charm, uh-huh. but they did it. I want to eat a bowl of Lucky Charms. Uh-huh. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and they bought it. They had this like human-sized box of Lucky Charms that they whipped up overnight. And like sang it at a table eating cereal, <laughs> and they and and this is the top ten. Everyone was like, "Oh, they made the finally made the top 10. It was they, everyone knew that this was going to be their last year. They finally made the top ten, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they're eating cereal on stage. They'll come tenth. It's like not fucking nice. <laughs> like they ate on stage. I don't say the sandwich on stage in yeah. the middle of a competition. Yeah, yeah. We, it was part of a group. We were trying to get disqualified, and we came middle. Th- you're trying to get disqualified. Yes, and we came exactly middle. Right. So you know, uh, middle is a term I came up with. So you know, being how, in the middle. 
Well, but it only works when there's an uneven amount of competitors. Yeah, okay. So let's say you've got seven in a competition, right? Yeah. So you've got one, two, and three. Four is the middle. Yeah, and, and then you've five, got five, six, six seven. seven. So, so in the field of like, I think it was like 42 or something, we came exactly middle. middle. I can yeah. understand that. The only time I've been on stage for anything is I was the narrator for a school play. What was the play? Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show sort of thing. Like really? it was, yeah, it was sort of like that. But it was so you um, like, like the, the investigator? No, no, no. I it's I was just literally the to the left. Yeah, I was literally. They sort of had a bit of a mixture between that and like Frankenstein. They sort of the school put it together. It was only like a school of fifty kids in this like country town that I used to live in. Oh yeah, I always forget about your pre Adelaide life. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a shameful country bunkin. Uh, <laughs> Is that why you voted out. for the Nationals at the last state election? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Because yeah. they're for the country. Country. The man on the lane. Yeah. Or, or actually, well, you're from that part of New South Wales that's almost Queensland. So well, did, do you ever feel like Pauline Hanson speaks to you? Well, you know, I used to live in Queensland. Yes, I do, but I know that you're well, I used to live from... In, I used to live in a part of Queensland that's almost New South Wales. I thought you lived in a part of New South Wales that was almost Queensland. Both. I was born in a part of New South Wales that was, which is almost Queensland, and I used to live... In a part of Queensland that's almost New South Wales. All right. Well, so what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to go on the internet. I'm going to find an anagram generator. Yep. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to find the anag- the best anagram for New South Wales and Queensland and suggest that they combine into one state with that name. Okay. All right. So I, c- I can tell you right now, this is not going to be good. Okay. Whatever this new state, this new state is going to be called... They should never call themselves this. Alright. But it is what you are. Queen's Wales. No, because we're taking all the letters and turning them into a new word. Oh, okay. But what if it comes out really great? I really doubt that. Alright, so I've got the anagram. You ready for this? You are from one of these. You're either from Allentown Queezers Unwashed. (laughs) Please say that one again. Allentown Queezers Unwashed. Queezers Unwashed. Or you can be from Adequateness Shown Unwell. <laughs> Adequate. Wait, Adequateness Shown Unwell? Yes. I want to be from that one. Okay. Well, Jason, as a resident from Adequateness Shown Unwell, do you feel like voting for Pauline Hanson? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. What about uh, Bob, uh, Bob Catter? No. Or Craig Kelly. Now, what do you think of Will Smith at the Oscars? We should just have a little chat about it. I think if someone is insulting your wife like that... Admittedly, if you used to watch the clip, he found it funny at first. But then he realised, well, ooh, hang on a second. This isn't actually funny. Mm. Fair enough. You've realised you've made a mistake. Alright? You've made you made the mistake. You've laughed when you shouldn't have. It's like, oh, actually, you know, this is insensitive. This isn't right. Yeah. Okay? But then you've gone up and assaulted somebody. Yeah. There's part of me that goes, yeah, don't be a dick and insult someone going through a medical condition. Yeah. To the nation. Don't be a don't be an mm. asshole about it. All right? But at this and you're going to get a hit. Like don't be a dick. Fair enough. You got slapped for that. However, there was a teaching moment there. He could have gone up and taken him aside with like, dude, not okay. Yeah, and that would have been even more powerful. But at, at the end of the day, what, what, what I think has ended up happening, whether Chris Rock knew or not, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say he didn't know. He would have gotten basically, you know, in trouble. Not to the point, probably not cancelled, but, you know, he would have gotten in trouble for making that joke and uh, 
Yeah. Now it's all on Will Smith and how he's gone from like the zero to one hundred and just slapped the shit out of a guy yeah. presenting at the Oscars. I think whatever point he wanted to make about like you know about that, it didn't work. On the other side of things, I'm not saying that Chris Rock's joke was okay. You know, those kind of ceremonies, everyone gets a little roasted. Exactly. Everyone gets a little roasted, but look, if she's not finding it funny, you know, if you're not comfortable with it, go up and say something afterwards. Or if you want to make a statement, go up while he's doing his set and be like, dude, come on. That's not cool, yeah. That's not cool. Walk him aside. Have a chat with him. And it's funny watching when you see the other actors react. Some of them are just like, what the fuck? But then, you know, there's a, a famous actor by the name of John Voight. Oh, the uh, father of... Um... Lara Croft. Yes. Yes. Yeah, in, in um, Tomb Raider. Lady, yes. Yep. And he's also in um, National Treasure as the dad. Yes. As yes, well. he is. Yes. Yeah. That is a good film. Yeah. He's a, he's a great actor, but you can obviously see that generation he's from because he commented, of, if someone spoke about my wife like that, I'd hit them too. But then other people were like, yeah, that's not acceptable. There's so many sides to the story. I think either way you look at it, if you're going to be a dick, you're either, you're either up for a smack or a talking to and you're going to feel embarrassed. Yeah. Like, there's only two ways. And unfortunately, the way it ended up was assaulting. Now, the, the thing, one thing that really stood out to me about this particular case is now I stumbled upon something online. Now, there was a former cast member of Saturday Night Live, Norm MacDonald. He died earlier this year, or late last year. Anyway, he was a brilliant comedian. One of the few people to be fired from SNL. Basically, he made too many jokes about O.J. Simpson, and the boss of the network at that time was a friend of O.J. Simpson's. Oh, okay. Uh, he was the, he's, he's the one which, if you've ever seen that clip of, like, it's the episode of Saturday Night Live after O.J. got off on murder. He said... Uh, in the state of California, murder is now legal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone's done what he would have said on the weekend update part of Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live if he were still alive and if he was still hosting Saturday Night Live. So it's... Uh, <clears throat> and on Hollywood news, actor Will Smith slapped fellow actor Chris Rock live in the Academy Awards gala after he made an awful joke about his wife's hair loss. This showed a new side of Mr. Smith not known to the public and undoubtedly worries us all. Because if that's his reaction to a joke, then just imagine what would happen if another man fucked her. Fuck. Right? And that's the thing. He had this reaction to a joke, but he was very chill about that revelation that she was cheating on him. <sighs> yeah, okay, yeah. You know what I think the difference is? The cameras were on him. If the, the cameras were on you, and someone makes a joke about your wife, you feel the need to make a stand. But, you know, your wife's cheating on you and you don't care. What, how, what concern do you have for your wife? What is the relationship there? Yeah. What, what is crossing the line? Exactly. Yeah. And, that, that's, and that, that, I think, is the real question. And I think, at the end of the day, the reason that Chris Rock is going to get... Uh, whether he knew or not, I'm going to assume he didn't know, just to give him the benefit of the doubt. Whether he knew or not, he's going to come away from this more or less clean. Will Smith has more questions to answer than Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. You just had to sit there and not laugh and then talk to him afterwards, but he didn't. Yeah. And I think, like, like the fact he laughed, he went up and slapped him and then said, you know, uh, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth twice. It really seemed like he was putting it on. There's a conspiracy already out there saying that Chris Rock knew he was going to get slapped and that he's, like, had, like, a a thing on his cheek to protect him from getting slapped. And I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. 
I don't think so. That's one of the worst conspiracy theories I've ever heard. What's your favourite conspiracy theory? I think we've discussed this. I oh, always yeah. think Area 51's a good one. Oh, yeah. The Loch Ness Monster is a good one. What about the, the Loch Eel Monster? Loch Eel Monster? Yeah, Loch Eel up in the... Uh, it, it's on the way to Porperia. What? It's a little lake called Loch Eel, and they've got, like... There's two monsters in it. One of them is, like, a series of tyres that looks like sort of a snaky-type monster with a head, and they recently put, like, a brand-new actual monster in there. The Loch Eel Monster. No. I've been to the Pink Lake up near Port Wakefield. Alright, well, you probably would have gone past Loch Eel. I probably did, but I didn't realise. I was more focused on the Pink Lake, which is genuinely pink, because it's that salty. I gotta find you here. Not as salty as uh, Will Smith. Oh, I see where yeah. you got with that one. Look at that. Oh, actually, that's really cool. Yeah, so it's just one of those small s- salt lakes. Um, that's actually really, really cool. Yeah, it's a very, very cool thing. So that, that's the new one that's actually a statue. The other one, uh, here's the old one, it's just a series of half tyres. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool, you know. They tried their best. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure, like, I, I don't actually know officially the history, but I'm sure it happened this way. Someone's like, oh, Lockie, or like Loch Ness, like the monster. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a monster in there. And then the town sort of is like, oh, yeah, let's put a fake monster in there. Yeah. That'll be funny. And there's, now nothing, it's become... there's no water in the lake, but let's put one in there anyway. Yeah, and, and now it's like a thing. I think that's cool. There are some cool things in country SA towns. Oh, uh, we don't realise. Yeah. My, my, one of my favourites is, uh, you ever been to Minlerton? No. Okay, Minlerton in the York Peninsula, they've got the Red Devil. The Red Devil is an old plane. Ooh. Like, not a biplane, but like just a single wing plane, but it's like from the biplane era that was used by like Australia Post to deliver mail to... Oh, wow. Mail. Yeah, it's so cool. And it's just in like this, it's in this like special sealed glass like little hangar on the main road. It, it, it is just... There is some interesting things, admittedly, in Australian country towns that you drive through and you're like, what on earth is that? Usually it's just a big object. Yeah, like the big pineapple, the big banana, the big lobster. Yeah, that's the Red Devil. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. That's incredible. And it's one of those planes that was made of, like, wood and cloth. Could you imagine getting on a plane that's like, this plane's made of wood and cloth? I tell you that while you're up in the air. Sorry, I, what now? I, I, I had my first flight in like two years recently. It was on a propeller plane. I was just like, fucking use the propellers? What is this? <laughs> Stone Age? Do I need to pedal? <laughs> you pay five extra dollars not to pedal. Yeah. <laughs> All the cheapskates at the back like... <laughs> like the pedal pumps. Yeah. Would you do an episode on a pedal pump? I've done one. Not an ep- well, I've not done an episode on the pedal pump, but I have done the... The pedal pumps? Yeah. It's so exhausting. It is not funny how I, exhausting I can, it is. I can imagine... Yeah. The seats are incredibly uncomfortable as well. Really? Yes, it is really... Maybe that's why they serve alcohol, to try to numb your butt. Yeah. It, look, admittedly, it's a lot of fun. It is so exhausting, though. Like, your mm. ass is sore, and that's just the fucking... Actually, the pedaling... Then... <laughs> <laughs> well, I know who wears the pants now. Yeah. And also the strap-on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, the pedaling reminds me. A friend of mine at, uh, at work, at my new work, he... Um, was unfortunately in the situation where his son contracted COVID. Oh, no. So he had to take a week away from work. He managed to work from home. And we were all really looking forward to him coming back. And he had to go away on a Friday, and he came back the next Friday. We saw him Friday. We was like, oh, good to have you back. Yeah, great. You know, day of work together. We'll see you next week. On the weekend, riding his bike, falls off, breaks three ribs, out for two more weeks. Oh. How's that for bad luck? 
COVID forced isolation and then out with broken ribs. Jesus. And he said, like, the hard thing is, I've never broken a rib, so I wouldn't know, but apparently the hardest thing is, like, you can't sleep on your side. You have to sleep, like, on your back. Yeah. I'm a side sleeper. Yeah, same. I, I feel like the only times I've slept on my back is when I've been anesthetized for surgery. Yeah. No, I, I'm a side sleeper too. Michaela's a belly sleeper. Like what, sleep like, face down. Yeah, how, did, how does she breathe? She just does. Like, with a snorkel? Yeah, yeah, snorkel. Take snorkel mm. to bed. Like that nose thing that they have in June. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen June yet? No, I haven't. Is it because you have a child? Yes. And you don't have time for a four-hour movie? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I have time for Star Wars. Everyone has time for Star Wars. Star Wars drew a lot of inspiration from June. There you go. Like the, uh, the Bene Gesserit sort of probably turned into the Jedi as an order of sort of monks or nuns as they were. The desert planet are clearly Tatooine. You know what's a great film? What? Talking of nuns. Are you going to say The Sound of Music? No. Okay. Sister Act? I've only ever seen the second one. What? Yeah. You What? You haven't seen the first Sister Act? No, I've seen Sister, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Oh my god. You are missing out. Classic film. I will follow him wherever he may go. You don't want to sing too much of that. You know who owns the copyright, right? Yeah, it's probably Fox or like Universal Studios. That's a Beatles tune. That one, yeah, I will follow him as a is a Beatles shoot. You sure? Yeah. Oh well, they use it in in that film, but it gets like really like poppy. Everywhere you go, I will follow. Stop! Stop! The copyright. Copyright. All right. All right. right. Not owned by us. Just reciting another thing. But we're we're claiming fair use. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, fair use. How fair income is this drink? This is a a pretty nice uh, brown ale. So this one was uh, 7.6. As per usual, we've gone from our lower to our higher alcohol mm-hmm. content. I feel like this would pair really well with a uh, something saucy, like a, an Asian or an Indian food. Yeah, yeah, something thick yeah. and creamy. Multiple C's. Yeah, like five On both the thick and the creamy. We've got tonight to offer you, we've got the and the creamy curry dal. But how many are you going to rate it? Actually, what are we going to rate it out of? Uh, let's rate it out of um, nuns. <laughs> you know what? Uh, my, my my dad was a nun. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, he went to court once, and the judge asked him what his occupation was, and he said none. <laughs> You're a dick. I know. I know. That's not even my original joke. That's from Blackadder. Come on! I thought that, I thought that was obviously a joke. Uh, Blackadder. That, that's a boundary joke. Oh, my father was a nun. <laughs> um, okay, well, how many... Look, how many poppets say flowers? How many bouquets of flowers are you going to rate this one? Ooh, what kind of flowers? Because that's going to influence how I rate it. Poppies. Because Anzac Day is coming up here in Australia. So how many poppies? Honestly, I'm not a big fan of poppies. Okay, fine. How many sunflowers? If you say you're not a fa- I'm fan not of... Sun- oh, my God. What am I doing here with you? I like uh, I like the uh, weird genetically modified roses that are different colours. Okay, well, like I've seen ma- like an electric blue rose. Okay, well, how many electric blue roses will you give this one? This one I'm going to give an eight, but at the same time I'm going to bump the uh, fresh hop ale up to an eight point five. Okay, I'm going to give this one a solid seven. Yep. And again, that's a high mark for me. Th- that is for a brown ale. Yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not a brown ale guy. No, I'm not. You're a white guy. Yeah. A white... Paste, oh. Pasty white boy. Yes, me too. Yeah. 
That's why I'm wearing this black hoodie so my face stands out. <laughs> so we've had three drinks from the Smiling Samoid. I think we were both in agreement that the Fresh Hop Ale that we started oh, on was 100%. the best. But over the last episode and this one, all six beers have been delicious. They have been. Very nice. And uh, if you are ever heading south of Adelaide, if you are going to Victor Harbour, maybe stop off in my Ponga. Maybe or, grab a six-pack. Or if you're going pizza. to Normanville... That's down south I've, too. I've never really been to Norman. Oh, I'm going on Saturday. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, you're welcome. Do you want to come? I've already got shit to do. That's why I'm saying thank you for the invite sarcastically. Oh, okay. All There's right, a well. federal election coming up, man. Oh, I so got shit to do. Yeah, you, you'll be busy. Yeah, fair I'll enough. be busy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like I was busy for the state election. Yeah. I had I had a week off to die, but I didn't die, so <laughs> I, I guess I have to do the Fed now. Yeah, you got to do it all. Yeah, now. no, no. I mean, uh, to be fair, I owe, I owe Tony Zappier a favor, and I'm happy to retire. You owe him a favor? Yeah. Okay, I gotta ask you about that off of air. Oh, look, it's nothing. It, it, like I know that sounds dodgy, but it's nothing dodgy. Like he he basically supported me in something and said that I was a good person, and that was really nice. So like, oh, okay. I, and you know, if Tony Zapier, you know, the the local member of federal parliament, but also ten time powerlifting champion, says that you're a good person, <laughs> like I'm happy to owe him for life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a. He's a real gentle giant. He is. He's a nice boy. He, he's he's softly spoken, but at the same time, I'm sure that like he could like break your jaw. I was thinking he could bane me, like you know how Bane did to Batman. Just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He right. probably could. Yeah, but yeah. like he wouldn't. He's too no, nice. No, he's too nice. No, no. I think I think that's a good note to end on. Tony Zappi is a nice dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a nice dude. So fresh hop ale for you too. Yeah, fresh hop ale. Yeah. Okay. Well. For Drink Discussion, he's been Kieran. And he's been Jason. And I've been Jason. And I've been Kieran. Thanks for listening. And recycle your bottles. listening to Drink Discussion. I'd just like to remind you that Drink Discussion is created, produced and recorded by Kieran O'Day and Jason Voigt. Copyright 2022.